ANC Youth League President Colin Mayne has accused the ANC leadership of failing to deal with factionalism in the party. He was addressing the Limpopo ANC Youth League's 72nd anniversary dialogue at the University of Limpopo. Mayne says the ANC leaders are determined to protect their personal interests at the expense of the well-being of the organisation. We are not able to attend really to issues that we must attend to as the current leadership of the Youth League. Because comrades who are on a perpetual defending mode, defending the organization, defending its leadership, is part of our responsibility. But there must be time when it comes and says we talk about issues of unemployment of the youth and we pursue the issue of free education for the poor. Two people have been killed in two separate shack fires in various parts of Cape Town. In the first incident, an adult male sustained fatal burn wounds and three others were injured in a fire in Danoon. 30 structures were destroyed, leaving about 120 people displaced. In the second incident, an adult male died after his shack burned down in the Maracana informal settlement in Philippi. City of Cape Town Fire and Rescue spokesperson Theo Lane says they're investigating both incidents. During the course of the night, uh, the city's fire and rescue service responded to two incidents that involved uh, fatalities. The first incident was uh, Dumani Street in noon with one adult a male that sustained a fatal burns. Then in the second incident, a Marikani informal settlement in Philippi, we had one informal structure that was destroyed that left one adult male with fatal burns. Uh, the cause of that fire is so undetermined at this stage. The illegal miner who made it out alive of a disused mine in Langlachter, south of Johannesburg, says it would be a miracle if the other trapped miners would come out alive. Several illegal miners are believed to be trapped underground at the disused mine at the Gordon Harrison Park on Main Reef Road in Langlachter. The 20-year-old says his accomplices are in a critical condition and are battling to breathe due to carbon monoxide underground. The illegal miners went underground on Thursday to search for gold. A mine rescue services team is on site to try and locate the trapped miners. The Zimbabwean national, who didn't want to be named, says he's lucky to be alive. We continued going deep underground. We saw one of our brothers. We tried waking him up, but then we all fainted. Foam started coming out of our mouths and of the other seven miners. I fainted, but I continued fighting for my life until I made it out. I can't say much, but if the other miners are still alive, it will be a miracle because I left them in a bad situation. I tried waking them up, but it was hard for them to wake up. And aid agencies in Syria are getting ready to take emergency supplies to besiege towns and villages if a ceasefire plan brokered by the US and Russia succeeds. Save the Children in Syria says it's pre-positioning food and medicine so they can be delivered quickly if new humanitarian corridors open up under the plan. The ceasefire is due to take effect at sunset on Monday. Save the Children Syria director Sonia Kush. Our immediate priority will be to bring in life-saving assistance, for example, food and medical supplies. That's what's needed right now. But then we need to really look at the mental health and the emotional well-being of children. And that you can't do just by dropping off food baskets. So we need to be able to get in there and stay in there and deliver the kinds of programs that can really help people recover from being under siege for years. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Amy Bishop.